Jesus, someone say say it. Someone do it. I can't do the intro. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Triforce Podcast. That's right. We're back. That's Proudly it. sponsored by the Brennan B2. I've got the Brennan B2 on my desk. It's so What's small. What's the Brennan B2? It fits under the monitor. 5,000 albums lostless at the touch of a button. Kapow. The world isn't is that, a better place. Isn't that just Spotify? Um, <laughs> no, it's just like an ad that I see on Reddit like all the time for some oh. reason. So we're not sponsored on this podcast. We don't have a sponsor. Yeah. We very proudly like not having sponsors. We, yeah. were, we were thinking about something, though. I wanted we? to get a jug. I think that's a good idea. A Triforce-themed jug. A jug, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you could jug your friends. What kind of jug would you guys prefer though like a plastic jug i think a plastic some sort jug. of ceramic jug maybe like a, pl- a plastic jug is less likely to break an ancient incan uh ceramic jug with <laughs> fine embroidery and detail but the, the thing the with the plastic jug is it's yet more plastic in this world why not yeah. a natural thing a glass do, jug it's beautiful maybe this is a dumb question jug. but do they do plastic versions of like uh cer- like decorated ceramic jugs like can you get a plastic version of that dude you I can get you plastic can, right? anything you can get plastic that's anything true. you can get plastic plastic that's how much plastic there is in this world it's this you, yeah, that's true yeah it's a lot of plastic we're in the plastic age so we're in holy crap guys i've been watching so much tv recently i don't know about I've been you watching guys, making but... a murderer season two yeah and I've been that watching poor that lady too. that's great Catherine, what's her name has got terrible plastic surgery. <laughs> Kathleen Zell. Well, she's like she's a, a bit older, I think, and she's had a few few tucks. I and nips. knew, I knew that there was going to be some chat about making a murderer, and I knew that the first thing we're going to talk about is a woman's appearance yet again. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, you can blame again. Lewis let's for that. We're in the about, plastic age. I'm sorry, I wouldn't have brought it up otherwise. Let's just go. Oh, she looks a bit weird. I mm. never even noticed. I was too interested in the story because yes, exactly. it's an interesting tale of uh, injustice in America. Isn't she it? does look terrifying. Well, I, I think it's interesting because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking. But did they do it? Well, you know what I mean. Like that's the interesting thing to me is that I mean at the very start of episode one, I, I'll, I'll confess I loved series one. I'm only on the first episode of season two. Uh-huh. Okay, so I don't want to say too much. But it opens with people protesting, saying "Let him go, let him go." And in typical American style, there's an old dude with a cap and it looks, you know, in the lumberjack shirt, going, "You can't just trust Netflix like that." Like he's furious <laughs> with them for trying to say. Hey, I saw a TV show, and now I'm going to stand outside and protest. It's like, well, well at the it, same time, this did go through the court. And if you're going to say, hey, everyone gets their day in court, and then they find the guy guilty, and it's like, well, this is bullshit, you basically don't trust the entire system. And yes, I, I'm absolutely 100% sure there were massive problems with this case. I'm, and when you look at the why the, the motivation was there for the police to fuck him over, because they were going to have to pay out all this money and all that, I, I absolutely get it. But unless we're going to just say, well, I I prefer the TV show and set the guy free. Like, well, then why bother with the legal system? Like, I think it's very hard to just say he's innocent because I saw a Netflix TV show. That's stupid. Don't get sucked into getting your life well, edited. I think it's I think it's interesting how the 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 media hype around it is portrayed in the first season. Um, they made a lot of pretty big mistakes with, you know, revealing information about the case right. before there was a verdict even, and it was swaying public opinion. But now it's it's kind of gone the other way with the documentary has helped to sway public opinion as well. So you have these people protesting that he's innocent and that he should be let out and everything. And all of this goes in and, 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 and creates perception around yeah. 
around the case. And everybody then becomes a, a judge and a, and a jury, right? Like yeah. everybody feels like they have a say in it and stuff. And I think it's clever that both sides are are shown in a, in a roundabout way uh, of like the, the hype and like sort of like the, the uh, counter hype, I guess, if yeah, you want to yeah. call it that. Or, I mean, or whatever. look at those guys, the, the lawyers for the prosecution and the DA and everybody getting, yeah, yeah. getting all that shit from the people saying, kill yourself. And it's obviously, what I like is, they're spread over years. So it's obviously yeah. people who've just watched the show. Well, this you know, is It's it. not yeah. like one of those I mean, things that happens and there's a lot of hate mail because it's just happened and it's in the news and everything. Now it's like, someone's just watched the show. I'm going to fucking email this asshole and tell him what he think. Well, you know, go fuck that, yourself, it, asshole. That's, what, that's what's bizarre about it because... For the longest time, these 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 people that were involved probably heard nothing because it was just a you know it's a and backwater it's a in, county yeah and middle of no, fucking nobody nowhere. cares and some white trash was incarcerated and and everybody's happy sort of thing and but now that there's there's been so much analysis into it and you know everybody is weighing in with like their professional opinion and there's. The, you know they're they're filing filing appeals and, yeah. and everything to to get them out and stuff. Now all of a sudden, of course, like, everybody's fucking interested. And right, but that, <laughs> that's that's when I think, in a way, like if you think about what the justice system should be, it, it like they you know justice is blind and everything. He should have been given a trial. He had his trial, and that's the end of it. Right, I I absolutely agree. That they should have just jugged him, jugged him straight jugged, at the end. I mean, he, just think be like how many juggings that lad's had. He's had two spells, two extended <laughs> spells in prison. It's a lot of jugging. By the way, you, you will soon be able to purchase the Triforce jug for your for your for all your jugging you needs. Yeah, we'll we'll send him one free of charge. Well, he we can use because he's so so popular. Send him a jug. Babes are like sending him mail and everything. We'll send him a jug. They're sending him pictures of their jugs. Hopefully, in season three of Making a Murderer, yeah, there'll be a picture of him with his family Hold the holding jug. the jug, smiling as yeah, well. Yeah, I got then, this jug in the mail. Uh, fellow was sat in my seat in front of the TV. Jugged him. Jugged him good with the Triforce <laughs> podcast jug. <laughs> oh, man. I'm guilty. Guilty is charged on that one. <laughs> uh, it, it is interesting, and it. But the the documentary is very good at highlighting how um, terrible like the justice system oh, can be, God. and how unfair it can be, and how incompetent people yeah. can be as well. Uh, and maybe at the time they don't feel like they're being incompetent or whatever, but... <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're being incompetent? Like, I like the idea of people in their day-to-day life I think, man, I'm fucking this up. But I do this, I, well, I do this you know every what? day. <laughs> when I play Dota 2, I feel well, massively yeah. incompetent. Uh, and that's 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 a, a unique feeling. But no, generally in my day-to-day life, I don't feel like overly incompetent. I'm sure I make mistakes. And I, I, here I and feel there like and everyone is some level of incompetent, right? Like, yeah. that's the thing about the show. Like, even these guys who are really good are some level of incompetent. And even, like, the best people, are, and, I mean, the, at, the, at, the, at the lowest end, they're absolutely incompetent. At the middle, they're somewhat incompetent. At the top, they're pretty incompetent and then like you get even at the even at the presidential level it feels like there's a great deal of incompetency going on you know it's like controversial from lewis brindley (laughs) 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 we're humans and i think like at the end of the day we fuck shit up all the time we fuck shit yeah, up all the true. time. Like, it's just what people do. Time, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not it, great. It's this illusion that's created about people in power that they are um, really fucking intelligent and ahead and of the game and stuff as yeah. well. But like, you know, these a lot of these positions come with an uh, entire administration or a cabinet filled with uh, smart people advising and, exactly. you know, pulling and this is, strings this is, and stuff. This is me coming off the back of watching that Vietnam War documentary where, you know, 
it was just a series of incredibly like misinformed, bad, awkward, accidental decisions happened because President Kennedy was on holiday and they rang him up and they were like, oh, you want to do this quick? And he was like, all right. And then, you know, someone sent a cable and he thought these these, these guys had approved it and they hadn't. And, you know, it was like just a series of, of things that you don't think they have these, <laughs> yeah. these bigger reaching decisions. You don't think people are that shitty when they're that important, right? You think, But they have lives yeah, too yeah. And, and they're people, humans people too. They can't juggle everything in their heads. I think like people... You know, you, you meet these people who are sort of experts on one thing and they're experts on such a tiny thing. It's like, you know, my, I've devoted my entire life to blood spatter analysis oh, and yet I still make mistakes. And it's like, that's that's great thing for him to say, you know, but it, it just shows that not everyone is, even like these judges who have to take try and take everything, a little bit of everything, be a little bit of an expert in everything. Um, they're not going to have perfect, you know, knowledge yeah. in every situation. You know what, they have to rely on other people. Is, and, you know, when they say we're reopening the case, It'll be about three years before we have a review. And you think, three years? Yeah, that's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff yeah, for a long time. that whole time, people are reading shit, they're having meetings, stuff's going back and forth, I'm sure. Like, I just imagine the judge thinking, oh, I've got a spare hour, I'll do some more reading on the Avery case, and just kicks back and reads. And he's just reading this fucking transcript, making yeah. notes, checking things in his book. It's like, it, everything, like... Takes so long. I mean, on top and, of all and the other shit, and they're going to make mistakes over too, bad right? time as well. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. And yeah, I mean, this guy—I was watching an episode, I can't remember what episode—and this, this, this appeals judge wrote like this ninety-one-page-long thing, and I was like. Uh, that is mental to me that, like, I've never written anything, you know, even for my my chemistry master's, the yeah, thing yeah. I wrote over six months was about 30 pages, well, you know. The, 30 the pages thing, in six months. The thing months. is, there's, you know, the, the, the system is is designed in a way and, and you know, it takes time and, and this, that and the other. But the thing is, if, if they are innocent, and we don't know if they are or not realistically they you know they could well be guilty or there there might be some guilt there who knows like i personally i personally think they're innocent but that's just my personal opinion yeah they, i did and, when i watched the show i also let's let's say that they are innocent every every fucking day that they're in there and they're innocent is time they'll never get back these are yeah, human yeah. beings who will never get this time back you know like that their whole life is you know has been spent like the best years of their lives have been spent uh in jail and if if it turns out that they are innocent, how do you how do you pay that back? How do you make up for that? You know what I mean? Like that's it. it it's tough. It, it's crazy. Like you know, life life is ultimately quite short. And if yeah, you spend yeah. your whole life in fucking jail for something you didn't even do, well, exactly, um, it's crazy, right? Like how do you pay somebody back? Like like these appeals can go on so long that you know people just end up dying. Yeah, they're involved in you these know, like, cases. Like you said, they're going to review the case. Going to take three years. Well, yeah, fuck, yeah. he's going to be in jail for three more three years. years. That's crazy. Just how many juggings can you can you stand? Yeah. Well, this is it. One man can only handle so many juggings right your skin is does my skin not peel and burn when jugged? yeah that's it you're getting older your skin ain't what it used to be yeah. it might not be but so resistant with those hot women those weird hot american women who want a prisoner who want to be in the limelight who want to be you know that criminal that famous criminal's girlfriend coming in that shit giving him my giving him their jugs that to feel my, my yeah it's weird like, it is weird no like why invite that into your life you know you because they're crazy okay. man that's it. But, but but why why invite that much fucking drama and baggage into your life? Like there you are living a normal life, everything's like, you know, fine. There's no no big hiccups or anything and then you you fucking start being be a pen pal with a with a convict that's in 
jail? That's crazy. I, <laughs> I refer the gentleman to the answer I gave some moments ago. They're crazy. We should um, we should start writing to these people. We should write know? to a prisoner. Try and get them to sponsor the jug. <laughs> we yeah. find a murderer and we write to him and we say, Dear Mr. Murderer, we would love you to sponsor our Triforce jug. And perhaps if you wanted to jug someone, you could take some pictures and show us how uh, jugging works IRL. <laughs> oh my god! Too far. The Instagram was filled with him like jugging people. <laughs> jugging. Jug this cunt today. Jugging scenarios. Top ten juggings. <laughs> Hashtag Tuesday jugging. Jug this lad. Looked at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know who I think. Um, what I think is funny is when someone's guilty. Everyone knows they're guilty. The person isn't saying that they're innocent, and they're still just walking around. Right. So I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago, there was because sometimes what they've done is maybe sometimes what they've done is illegal. Sometimes what they've done is just borderline fucking immoral. Like a few years ago, there was a there was an ad campaign where it was called J'aime la France, which means I love France. Right. For anyone out there that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a sh bunch of people saying J'aime la France and doing French things like drinking wine and um I don't know, eating cheese and bread or, you know, looking at a nice street. French you know, things. Things, yeah. that, things the rest of us have never thought to do. And it ends with Woody Allen saying, J'aime la France, mm, you know. And oh, sort of, I'm thinking, Christ. of course you J'aime la France, mate, because they don't judge you for fucking nobbing your daughter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Roman Polanski, when he was found guilty of having sex with an underage girl, where do you think he fucked off to? La France, right? He fucked off to France. He's Why, seen, is that he's, like a safe haven for that I, sort for, of for behavior? Guys like that, yeah. No wonder he J'aime la France as well, I bet. He's like, where should yeah. I take refuge? France. They have no extradition. And people will say, oh, well, of course you had sex with a 13 year old if she was beautiful. If there's grass on the weekend, let's play cricket. <laughs> you know? I mean, of course they fucking gem La France. Everyone knows Roman Polanski did it. He's, he's never tried to, to say he hasn't. Everyone knows Woody Allen did it because he's married to his daughter, right? His former. All right, she was my adopted daughter. All right. That's still fucking creepy, mate. Where Wait, are you going to hide? Was, it, she was adopted? Yeah. I mean, it's still kind of weird, yeah, but I mean... Kind of weird? Technically. You, you bring a child... As a child, they bring her into their home, raise her as a daughter. She's old enough. He thinks, actually, do you know what? I'm going to knob that. And did. I'm fucking this. <laughs> That's fucking oh, nuts. And he's just still making movies and everyone's like, let's talk about the new Woody Allen movie. And I'm thinking, you know, I really liked Woody Allen's early stuff, but when he did that, I can't stop thinking about the fact that I'm watching a movie made by a man who raised a woman as his daughter and then married her. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But dude, yeah. France, this is the kind of thing we do on ourselves there. It's no big deal. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we should be careful here. I, la France. Uh, France is nice. It's fine. I don't yeah. think we want to... It's great. I love France. Uh, I'm just saying. All of It needs a good jugging. It's, it's great. Fantastic country. You love the people, love the culture, really good food and everything. By the way, guys, I married my daughter uh, the other day. <laughs> can, I, can I stay? Come on over! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wait a second. Apparently, Sunni Previn has stated that Alan was never any kind of father figure and added that she never had any dealings with him during her childhood. All right. Huh. Well, that's Even though, less weird then. Oh, okay. Well, I take it back. Apologies, Woody. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Woody. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, the podcast today is that. proudly sponsored by Woody Allen. Uh, check out his uh, latest uh, movie in the uh, on the big screen on the silver screen. It's called uh, Fuck. I don't even. I don't even think I've ever seen a Woody Allen movie. You've never seen a Woody Allen movie? I don't think I have. No. 
I mean, really? maybe I've maybe I've accidentally seen one. Yeah, no, I've never never seen. Oh, one. dude, he he was one of my favorite directors. You never seen Annie Hall? Oh, he, mate. but he he's in movies too, right? Like, he, is well, he's he in his own in movies. His own... I've never seen him. I've never seen is him he in someone in else's his own movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and is he just sort of like a, a like a bumbling New Yorker who's always in love with somebody, but he's really awkward and it it never works out, but then it does work out, sort of thing? Is that the whole? Well, let me let me tell you something. Like um, an eighties Larry David. So, so he he was a stand up comedian in the in the. 60s um and the 70s and he was genuinely hilarious like he's he's a brilliant funny man he then sort of got into very serious art house filmmaking but before that he made films like sleeper which is one of my all-time favorite movies it's so stupid it's about a guy who lives in 70s new york and runs a fucking health food store and gets frozen somehow and they wake him up in like the year 2100 or something like that and everything's changed so like everything's fucked up. Like for instance, they're all smoking and eating, you know, weird food, and he, they're like, "Oh, we found out that smoking's really good for you, and cream buns and sugar and fat are the best things for your body, so we just eat those all the time." And he was like, oh, "I used to run a health food store." They're like, "Oh God, that stuff's poison," you know. So like in the future, they discovered that all the stuff he thought was healthy was really bad for you and everything, and they grow gigantic vegetables, and it's just it's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But the whole world is run by this guy called God. What's his name? like the master or something, and he's just a guy in a wheelchair, and it's all this sort of very totalitarian government and everything. It's it's brilliant. Sleeper's absolutely brilliant. I love that movie. Uh, Annie Hall is an absolute fucking classic. If you've never seen Annie Hall, good God, I don't know what to say to you. That's that's an absolute fucking classic, mate. Manhattan? Oh, these are, great, these are great movies. Genuinely great movies. Radio Days is all about, like, it's a funny story about his life and everything like that, and... He's he's a brilliant, brilliant director. He did, he's done a lot of very, very good movies, and I, I recommend them. But um, maybe I was and wrong now about you're back him on and the bandwagon because I'm just saying you, it was weird, man. Yeah, but maybe it's it's not so weird now. She never had any dealings with him, so it's like a stranger. She's married a perfect stranger. I'm sure uh, there was not, more to no it. No blood relation to him or whatever. So now you can get back to liking his movies and not thinking he's too creepy or it's, weird. It is a little creepy still. It is a little creepy. It is kind of. I, I apologize, like, Mr. Allen. And uh, if your lawyers get in touch with me, I would fully retract my statement. Yeah, we'll give you a free, we'll give you a free uh, decorative jug, uh, <laughs> give you a free Mr. Jug. Allen, to make up for it. Jemla Allen, assuming Jem, that I'm wrong. Jemla Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh my god! So, uh, did we talk about weed getting legalized in Canada? Last no, week? we haven't talked about that. But hang on a second, because there's more TV shows that to talk about. Oh shit! Okay. Making a Murderer is back. Yes, Hip Hop Evolution series two is out, and it's awesome as well. If you haven't seen that on Netflix, I, I definitely recommend it. And also, man, The Apprentice. Holy fuck! I can't oh, stop watching more. that show. Not it's the more worst. of this shit. Oh, it's the worst. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I watched it last night. It wasn't too bad. But you know what else is back? Prepare yourselves. Inside the factory is back. That's right, baby. They showed us how to make potato chips yesterday, and it was nuts. <laughs> Fuck, it was nuts. You should have seen it. Okay, so I feel like listen we're to like this. the modern-day radio times, aren't listen we? Listen to just, this, okay? There's a too big, much to watch, Sips. A, a I'm not a couch 18, potato. An 18-wheeler turns up to a factory, okay? it's This is the biggest potato chip factory in all of... Europe, possibly. I the feel world, like we need okay? like plinky plonky music running under this. So an eighteen wheeler chip yeah, yeah. turns up to the factory. It makes it. This factory churns out two point five million packs of potato crisps or potato chips uh, every day. Two point five million. Okay. Out of the back of this factory, two point five million potato chips are on, exported. On average, 
for a market of 17 million people. One grab bag or packet of potato chips has one potato in it, okay? So 200,000 potatoes turn up to the factory, you're going to get 200,000 bags of chips. Each potato is converted into a delicious bag of potato chips now, as it makes its way through the factory. So listen, one thing I learned is that apparently potato... I thought potatoes were hardy, but they bruise easily. So really? when the truck turns up... yeah, The potatoes wait. bruise easily, so they release them onto a sheet of cushions. No, that's not what they do at all, Lewis. I'm about a, to tell a, you... An entire gang of really humans do. individually handholds each and caresses the potatoes before they go like into the factory. Like a little baby and then lays it gently on a pillow to go through the... No, so the truck turns up with 200,000 potatoes roughly on it, okay? And they get a couple of these Why a day. Why are they so rough? Right? So Surely they're quite smooth. This truck turns up. All the potatoes are just chilling in the back in this big compartment. And it, it docks with the, the, the loading bay of the factory. And they immediately put this gigantic fire hose in the back of the truck and flood the entire truck. And then the Genius. potatoes leave the truck on a big river, okay? And then that, <laughs> that eases them onto this conveyor system, which starts the process, okay? So from when the truck stops... Uh, and the heart and the fire hose first uh, is you know turned on, and the water starts going. It takes 35 minutes for 200,000 potatoes to turn into 200,000 bags of potato chips. Holy shit! 35 mm. fucking minutes. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That's crazy. That is nuts. Oh, That's you crazy. See the process. It's insane. They fucking peel the potatoes. They cut them. They check to see how big the potatoes are. There's all these little machines that spin them around and jump them around and stuff. And like the big potatoes get sliced in half and the small potatoes stay as they are. And then they slice them all up and then they fucking tumble them in this gigantic drum. And then they with all the seasoning powder so that like, you know, when you have like cheese and onion crisps or whatever right uh you know that's how they do it it's this massive drum that the potato chips just like sort of tumble around in and they get seasoned to perfection and then it all comes out and they bag them up and then bam they're in the store like the same day for you to buy so like they're all nice and fresh and shit see this Mm. is one of those things that i always thought was gonna make you not want to eat them but actually oh is the opposite right is it reassuring i think we talked about this before but it's reassuring that they're not made like in a much grosser way. Do you well, know what no, I mean? It's, out of, like, it's, it's fucking it's incredible. Not, how they don't made. just they don't just dump them out of the back of the the, the thing and then a load of a workman are like. So the, 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 the potatoes <laughs> arrive at the factory and Dave gets them all out with a spade Get and then treads over on them. Here. We, we we're, we're behind on our peeling. Dave and Mike just squash them down with their feet. The potatoes don't even need peeling. <laughs> Once they have a big potato mush, they stick it in the potato smasher oh machine. Oh my god! And it all gets squeezed down and potato ooze gets squeezed out of the bottom. Fuck. After four days in this rusty shit machine, the potato ooze is. Reformed with a load of chemicals into slices, which are then added to the dirty grill. The dirty grill slowly grills them. Covered in germs. It's and a then, really germy grill. And then once the dirty grill's emptied out all these broken old shitty potato chips, Steve watches them go by on a production line, taking out the broken ones. Uh, once they do that, they get shoved into bags yeah. and filled with Barry, fake stink gas that makes it smell nice when you yeah, open Barry, it. Barry farts in each bag before they get the potato chips go in, just to keep it, fre- just to lock the freshness in. Like it's, but that's uh, my cynical mind assumes that all these factories are just like 
horrific, no, right? And like, everything is made. There's like so many standards and stuff. They'd stand to lose so much fucking money off of lawsuits and getting sued for not meeting standards and it's like perfectly sterile and fucking super high tech and everything. Is it like crazy. a fucking chip? Like a, like uh, not the chip, like um like a, a computer chip factory. <laughs> you know oh, it's, it's like- crazy. It's a, like, it's fucking, I can't believe it. It blows my mind every time. They showed you how they make Monster Munch as well, which is like not potato chips. It's like, uh, it, it's like a maze. Monster Munch has to be made of 99% monster. Well, it's just water in this fucking... They, they, munch. they crush <laughs> corn into like a powder, mix it with water, and it makes this like, it's like Play-Doh. And then they, they when they, they first cook it, it's like under like a tremendously high amount of pressure. That's like this massive pressure cooker that this paste goes into, right? Uh, which makes it even more Play-Doh like. And then, uh, and then they just shove it like at high pressure through a mold, and it comes out as like one gigantic gross tube. It's 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 exactly like when you were a kid and you played Play-Doh and you had the fucking clown head and you you know you press down the lever and the Play-Doh comes out his hair out of the top of his head or whatever. It's the exact same sort of thing. And then it just gets cut into little individual monster munches and then again just tumbles around, gets seasoned and stuff. Ah, it's fucking crazy. The soft potato mush is extruded through the extruder machine onto the conveyor belt. Yeah, I love love all that stuff where they describe it in such technical words. The engineering and everything behind it is incredible. Like it, it, it just, when you see something like that, uh, in contrast with, you know, uh, the, the fucking portrayal of the legal system in Making Murder, and you think, how are we able to make all this fucking high-tech clever stuff, but we're not able to, you know, do an investigation of a murder properly? <laughs> like, it's, it, it, it's crazy, I'll right? tell you what, like, there's money in crisps. Yes, there is. There's and you, you, you it, better, yeah. better be making the best, crunchiest monster munch you can, or someone's going to buy your competitor, right? But if you're the, if you're the guy that's doing the trial... You're the guy that's doing the trial. That's it. They're not going to say partway through. This jury's not going to say, we're bored. Uh, let's get someone else in. You know what I mean? So once you're doing it, you're just doing it, I guess. I mean, it's not to say they're not going to do the best job they can, but it's a fairly small team of people as opposed to a guy at the top of the crisp factory go, gentlemen, our crisps are coming out backwards. They're all salty and bruised. <laughs> they're not bent enough. They're, they're no good. They're I opened a bag of crisps the other day and they exploded in my face. And I thought, what the <laughs> hell is going on down there? I went down to the factory floor and you know what I saw? I saw Ken over here sitting on his ass. Yeah, you, Ken. You're meant to be checking the potatoes. I'm sorry, Mr. McCluskey. <laughs> <laughs> you need a guy like that. Oh, Mr. McCluskey. Yeah, so fucking inside the factory. Oh man, I got so much time for that show. Like, fuck, <laughs> I was rushing through TV? all my dad chores. Like, my kids were like, "I love you, dad." Like, Go to bed. <laughs> they had to run downstairs <laughs> to catch the show and stuff. Like, oh fuck, man, I, I I like never watch TV. I'm just trying oh, to think, dude. You're missing out. Like, I'll do it after I've finished streaming or playing anything that I want to play. Then I'll be like, yeah, all right, and I'll watch yeah. a little bit on Netflix. But I watch the NFL show on the BBC, which is a great show if you like the NFL, um, and I watch Match of the Day and maybe a couple of other things. I'll watch some yeah. shows like on, on the weekend or when my kids are home. I'll watch some TV with them occasionally. We watch The Simpsons, old episodes of The Simpsons. and um, uh, My kids still watch like fucking the, – the, the big one now is Strawberry Shortcake uh, on Netflix. <sighs> Kill me. It's on all the fucking time. Too. Oh my god. Oh, it's so bad. Jeez. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, I love watching TV and I ended up watching a lot of TV yesterday because I made the mistake of thinking, do you know what? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play on an Xbox. That's right. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get the old Xbox home because. Um, Where did you get because, Fallout seventy six, the beta? So yeah, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but yeah, well, well it's, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, you are. People are talking about it on Reddit and everything. What did you the think? other thing that sort of came along was um, Red Dead Redemption, which is coming out t- tomorrow it? actually, but tomorrow, came out last yeah, week. It's coming out tomorrow. You know, I, I've, got, I've got it pre-ordered. I heard something hit. My mat downstairs, like in front of the front door. Can I just go and check? Sure. If it's arrived, I'll be one second. I'll be one sure. second. <laughs> it won't be it. There's no way, right? You can't get it a day early. I make the mistake of of plugging in a uh, an Xbox, and it's like, hey, you need to um, you need to make an account <laughs> to use to... this. Hey, so you're like, not paying twenty nine ninety nine a month to play online. Did you know that you're gonna have to you sign up that? for a super premium package <laughs> to play this one game and nothing else ever again? I'd say it was like it was like a fucking probably like t- ten to fifteen minutes of setting up a fucking Microsoft Xbox account, whatever. And then about and then I've 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 I had it on Wi Fi and the Wi Fi for some reason was really fucking slow, so it took like. Two hours to fucking patch the fucking Xbox where I plugged it in. I was like, Christ. And then um, I had to go through and get an Xbox Live account. So I had to put all that in. That took another like 20 minutes. Ugh. And then I had to install the fucking game, which was 50 gig. Um, so that took fucking like another five hours. It takes forever, doesn't it? And then once that installed, I was like reloaded it. And I was having uh, like I had every error code possible. <laughs> And finally, like, managed to get to, like, a login screen. It was like, it gave me some weird fucking error. It gave me, like, the weirdest error in the world. And I was like, yeah, I should I'm done. I'm fucking done. But I did manage to get a lot of TV watched while I was just waiting <laughs> for all this well, shit to good. fucking yeah, happen. Yeah, you watched all of Making a Murder Season Thank 2. Thank God I had fucking, uh, you know, an iPad so I could just, like, watch crap while I was plugging in all of these fucking... Ben, you know... Putting, so, typing in stuff with a controller. I had, like, a CD key. There was, like, a, a fucking... a nice console tale for you. Fuck because, me. Because um, yours was such, such, a, such a depressing and bad one. Listen to this. <laughs> we go to... Um, I took my son to a birthday party, and um, my wife had uh, this, like, thing in town. I think she was getting, like, her toenails done or something. Yeah, or some whatever. shit. Anyway, so we had some time between the end of the party and then meeting up with her because she was done like half an hour after us or whatever. Right. So we went into this store that sells games and, and you know, t- DVDs and Blu-rays, whatever. We're looking around and then um, we, we noticed fucking Mario Party for the Switch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's I'm just come like, out. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Let's get it. Like, the, this game is amazing. I used to play Mario Party on the Nintendo 64. My son was like, yeah, fucking Mario Party. Like, this is going to be great. So we so we get it. And I was like, we're in the car on the way home, and he's super excited. You know, like, when you know when you're a kid and you get a game and you have the box? He's fucking looking at all the pictures on the back, right, and he's right. got the instruction book open and stuff. And he's, you know, he's super fucking excited. So that was great, too. And uh, we're on the way home, and I was like, oh, shit. We only have, like, one controller for the Switch, right? We only have, like, I, like we have the Switch and then the, 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 the fucking things that slide onto the side of it. But we don't have, like, any other controllers. So I was like, ah, oh, shit, you know, like, I should have got another controller. Right, right. We're not going to be able to play or whatever. So we get home, and he's, like, super excited, puts it into the Switch and everything, and we, we turn it on. And he's like, can we play two players? I was like, well, no, we don't. We only have one controller. But, you know, we can't play two players. And he's like, no, look, this, like, look on, look on this. And on the screen, it was showing you that you could use each side of the Switch, yeah, like the yeah, little yeah. Joy-Cons, as, like, mini controllers. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That shit blew my fucking mind. I was just like, 
what? I didn't need another <laughs> control- Holy crap. So so we fucking played Mario Party. I'm not even joking for like 10 hours solid. It was nuts. Like, Holy shit. And it, it's good too because he's learning math and stuff at school and um he's he's like he's pretty good at it, but with like with a board game and especially, you know, cuz like there's dice rolling and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was getting like really quick at like adding up, you know, the the dice rolls of his and then his like ally can roll a dice and everything as well. And it was like that was my justification to my wife for playing 10 hours yeah. of Mario Party. It's like he's learning math. We it's got fine. a new game. We yeah. got a new fun game. Look, here's daddy's accounts. We're going to uh, go through today and we're going to add up all the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it was really good. Fuck it. I, 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 Nintendo, I know like people like slam them sometimes and stuff, but man, they make fucking great games when you were like a seven year old kid, right? Like they still somehow still has that magic, like the, like Mario Party of all things. It was just like my, my fucking, my son was just loving it. Like absolutely loving it. It was great. It was really, really good. Do you reckon like, do you reckon, 10 out of do you reckon 10? like certain jobs are still, doable by because before robots completely take over right right there need to be certain jobs that humans could like do remotely like could you imagine if it was like an inside the factory type of situation where the potatoes are all going on conveyor belt and you have to pick out the moldy ones right uh. would people could we could you like turn that into like a an ios game like secretly like you know if you replaced it if you like you know like um on those sci-fi movies you see where someone's had some filter put through their eyes okay and they're living in like a shithole but actually they see it as like a beautiful hotel right right? you imagine that but you put like a camera feed from like a factory conveyor belt with potatoes and you make it into an ios game with colorful things like pineapples and strawberries and they have to like click on all the strawberries right (laughs) for example right (laughs) would people could you get people's productivity on games into actual doing stuff in a real life to That's actually be useful. That's a really interesting idea. So what, so you have like, uh, so the game I'm gonna, generates I'm going to counter that and say, my God, I almost fell asleep while you were describing <laughs> that. Uh, but you could have live, like, you could have a game and it's basically what you're doing in the game is actually quality control for some factory line somewhere. Yeah. So here's my only concern with it. In order for the game to translate what it's seeing on the conveyor belt into something that you could see as being a strawberry or a potato when you select the strawberries, if the computer can recognize the strawberries for you to say that's a strawberry and select right. it, the computer could just do it. So you need I to see. have a live camera feed <laughs> of the conveyor belt. So what you're actually doing is just watching a conveyor belt and tapping the screen when you see a potato and when you see a strawberry. That's exactly no, you know the what, problem, though? Yeah. You're, you're looking at it the wrong way because people still need to be in places to do these jobs, right? And I think what's happening now, like it's certainly happening at school and will probably start happening at work in in, in some capacity, I'd imagine, is um, like the systems that games use for like achievements and tracking stats and like... I know, with, like, like you said with the school, right? and shit yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that kind of stuff is going to start ha- like like trickling into the workplace, right? Well, like, like you, you told us about your kid's school where they get like achievements. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, could, it could well do. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, that's like a... That's something that, well... Sp- like specifically gamers now are conditioned to seek out that kind of stuff and like enjoy those mechanics or 
be fucking possessed by them or whatever. I don't know how you want to like put it, but um, yeah, I could see that happening in a job, right? Like, especially in like a very like, like weird, menial, repetitive job, like strawberry inspector or something like, so if you're on a line and you're doing quality assurance for like strawberries that are coming off a, off a factory line or whatever, um, they could like count up how many you've done and like fucking you could have like a leaderboard to say that all oh, Jimmy inspected five million strawberries. So he's unlocked an achievement and stuff like that. And and I think that it, it just sort of filters into that um, thing mm. where people, you know, want some sort of idea of the amount of work that they've done and look at it as an achievement and have some sort of. I don't know, award or something for Do you reckon like when we when we were in Star Trek times and people don't have to have jobs because everything's done by robots, people will still want to do like stuff. Like they'll still want jobs because otherwise people are going to get really bored just watching TV and yeah. bumming around all day playing video games. Actually, actually, I already, I already don't think people are going to get bored. There's too I, I many mean, things to keep people entertained. Twelve hours. Yesterday. It sounds like heaven. I mean, yeah, I think there's enough to keep you busy, but I think if, like, if you if you uh, made it so that people didn't have to go out and work, I think that uh, I think a positive thing for you to do with all of your free time would be to grow all your own food because otherwise the world's just going to run out eventually, right? So, like, if you have all this free time, all of a sudden. Everybody could get back to basics and create like a farm plot on their property and grow all of their Can food I just say and consume something, it lads? that way. I am in agreement <laughs> with the Reddit comment from last week's podcast saying, I wish these two guys would stop pushing their vegetarian agenda. <laughs> right. Well, okay, sorry. I, I can't saw that. raise beef in my backyard, Have you, you? Of course you can. You I can have your own little abattoir back there. I don't there. got you, the acreage. You can have chickens. You don't need... You can have some chickens back there. It's fine. I don't want to eat them. You I'd become friends You can slaughter them and eat them. No, I couldn't And you do don't that. have to grow a single vegetable if you don't want. You grow chocolate bars instead if that okay. makes you feel better. I'll put it next to the money tree. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like... I, we, we had this... So we had this this week... We we had the Yozcast like mental health. Um, well, we had the Yozcast summit, and it, uh, as part of it, um, a guy from Mental Health Foundation came down to chat about us and was talking because, you know, a lot of people in our sort of jobs uh, struggle mental. with like loneliness. It's like a big, it's like a common thing. Oh yeah, you know, you don't. I mean, you're in that dad garage. It's different, actually, as a creator who is... Um... I've said this many times before. Um, I don't suffer from loneliness because I have a house full of people that half of them I've made and um, and, <laughs> and a wife as well. So I, I reach my quota almost instantly from the moment I open my eyes of social interaction. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm quite and happy to spend all day in in isolation in here <laughs> and in fact being surrounded by people i love makes me want to put myself in a small room at the top of the house close the door and be dead to the world for hours at a time weird isn't it that's exactly it yeah but they, they're away for the week so my family went away without you well they said do you want to come and i said no right uh for the simple reason that they've gone to the czech republic and can you guys Whoa. remember what happened the last time I went to the Czech Republic? No, I don't remember, Rostredolf. but I would not let my family go to the Czech Republic without me. Gaming table for you, where you can stream oh, from gaming table. Oh, the poker thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that right, was yeah. Rosvedov. Completely different from where they are, but it kind of put me off. And I know it's unfair. I've been seeing all the beautiful pictures my wife's been sending me. I'm sure well, Czech Republic is a lovely place. What are place. they doing? Where are they? they just, what are has, they doing? My wife has a friend out there. Um, oh, right, okay. <clears throat> so she's gone out to see them. Is it, is it, a, is it a man friend? 
Do you think for one second I wouldn't remember? <laughs> remember, I wouldn't let a dude bring a painting that he'd made of my wife. Do you remember oh, yeah, this no, conversation? There's no fucking way she's gone on a holiday with some fucking fella. He better be the <laughs> gayest dude in the world, <laughs> like Louis from dance class or whatever the fuck that guy was called. Well, do you remember? I don't want to go on vacation with them, and you're sure as hell not going on vacation with them either, bitch. <laughs> like if she said, "I'm going away for the week with uh, Tony." I'd be like, the, the hell you say? I don't know who this Tony guy is. Oh, well, not Tony, I mean Terry. Yeah, no, Terry's no good either. Uh, I mean, Dan, nope. Like, no way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies. If you say, hey, that's not cool. If I said to my wife, I'm going away for a week, just the two of us. Oh, yeah, that sounds nice. Where are we going to go? No, no, no. Not you and me. Me and this other woman that I know. Like, fuck off. Like, this. this well, so, wait. So, what are you doing for the week then? Because, like, I've never been in this situation. I hope to. You know, Dude, God, that you one something. day I get to experience this. It's but, beautiful. So, so your your wife and two kids are gone for a week. What yeah, kind? Yeah. What's your routine like now? And are there pizza boxes like all over the fucking place? So here, here's what right I did. Now? I went down to the to do the poker on Monday with Lulu and the the gang down there, which was a ton of fun. I came back yeah. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, I get into Twickenham Station. Wait, I, you missed the summit? What? I I don't do YouTube. I don't do YouTube. What am I gonna? Oh, okay. Like, I mean, you know, I can catch up. But I mean, all I do is stream and then come down when they tell me to. What, am I, what do I need a summit for that? You just summon yeah, me and I arrive. Yeah. And also, I, like, I, I don't want to say it, Lewis, because it sounds a little mean, but I, I would have been missing out on, on this, this moment of my life, which has never happened before, where I have a week in the house yeah. to myself to just slob it up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this Well, this is the thing, right? Like, you've got to take time out for yourself. You know, one of the talks we had was the Mental Health Foundation telling us how to take out time for ourselves. Boom. And I feel like if you'd if you'd wasted the time for yourself watching yeah, I would that, have been thinking, it would have been directly counteracting exactly. the mental health benefits. So, in fact, for I, you, the it. benefit yeah. was to not watch the talk. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually done it. I've acted rather than listened, which I think is you're a, living, an you're inspiration. Living, you're, exactly. living, you're a living example of, right here. of peak mental health. There'd be a slide, it'd be my face. This guy just won this, this part of the talk because he's done it. He's doing it. Yeah. He's living this. He gained the achievement men Unlocked. mental health guy. So I went, to, I went to Waitrose straight out of the station and I thought, what am I going to want to eat? It's going to be stuff that's easy to cook because I can't be asked to cook when it's bag just me. Yeah. Big bag of chips! <laughs> just garlic. No, just not one, curly one, ones! One, no explosions! One garlic. I bought a fish pie, I bought right. mac and cheese, Oh. and I, I bought myself a pizza, Yeah. and I got myself a Thai curry. And I thought, these are all nice, simple ready meals, slightly different, some other stuff like knocking about crisps and nuts and dried fruit, baklava, and a hell of a lot of cider. And I thought, sweet, let's do this. And I literally get up at about 9.30, 10 o'clock, because I can't lie in anymore. Come in, start streaming, grab some lunch, keep streaming, gets to about 5 o'clock, have a little lie down, wake up, have some dinner, and stream until about 1 in the morning. That's literally what I did yesterday. The whole nice. day. Was you playing Dota the whole time? No, no, we did Hearts of Iron as well. Me and Munt, okay. me and Munt conquered the world. as uh, So I, I did something in Hearts of Iron I've never done. I brought back the Kaiser, right? So, okay. Op like, game starts, we kill Hitler. Okay, we kill Hitler. There's a civil war. We win the civil war. So now we brought back the Kaiser, right? But we have to get him out of the Netherlands where he's been living. The Dutch so say... So you, you were playing Germany then? Yeah, yeah. So the, right. the Dutch say... No, we will not give him back. He's staying here. And I was like, <laughs> give me back my fucking Kaiser. They're like, no, he's going to stay here. So then uh, I said, well, fuck you. And we went to war with the Dutch. Fought the Dutch. It was a, it was a bloody slog. Did it. No bother. Crushed them. Took took about six months. It was it was dragging on a bit. The Brits were in there as well. Then the French were like, we're going to do this. And they declared war on me as well. 
fine. Get the Italians in. Munt was playing Austria-Hungary. He takes out Romania. Then we're all over it. Take out Poland. Then we go through. We go through the Netherlands. The Italians join the war. The French leave the Maginot Line to go and handle the Italians. We plow through the Maginot Line, which is unheard of, and then we just fucking took France. Like took it, no problem. Zoomed for Paris, take, taken. Yeah. And then we 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 bomb the shit out of the Channel, and the British have all their ships in the Channel. We kill all the British ships. They have like three of them left. We quickly make a landing in the UK. Take the UK. Now we're fighting the Russians. For the Russians, no problem. Took Moscow, boom, we're halfway up. It's crazy. It's been a really, really fun game. But then we found out this is the worst thing for every Hearts of Iron player. You find out that one of the smaller nations that you didn't think you'd have to fight is a major. And until you beat them, the war ain't over. And we found out that Japan had come in on the communist side and was considered a major. So we would have had to go all the way across Russia and then somehow get through the Japanese Navy and somehow make a landing in Japan and fighting in Japan is AIDS. So we were like, this isn't going to happen. So we just stopped. But, uh, but it was good. And there's a new Hearts of Iron patch coming out soon. And a new Stellaris oh, cool. patch coming out soon. Oh, God. Man, they sound good. Man, I haven't played a Paradox game in a while, actually. Oh. So, honestly, Stellaris is in a great place right now. I love it. It's so much fun. So there's going to be um, there's a new Paradox game called Imperator yeah. Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to Bath, actually, when? for an event. Um, I think it's towards the end of November. Me and Ben are going to go down to oh, play. Oh, I really want to know what that's like. Cause so it's a really cool idea to do it in Bath because it's a very very Roman like, influence, um, yeah. Place, yeah, yeah. But do you know what's so, funny? When I was streaming yesterday, I was playing the Hearts of Iron game, and I I'd been reading about. I'm reading a book called Sapiens at the moment, which I'm sure I can mis you talked misquote. About it last week yeah, a bit. I can misquote yeah. in, in subsequent episodes. But I, I love the ancient world. It's a very interesting place. And I said, man, Hearts of Iron should do a game set in that era. And someone in chat said, they're doing one. It's called Imperator. And we were like, well, that was quick. I'm glad they're listening. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's literally going to be like, I want Hearts of Iron kind of gameplay, but set in, uh, you know, the ancient times. And uh, and it's fucking coming. I can't wait. It looks pretty sick. I think a Paradox game set in, like, the Cold War era could be kind of cool, too. Because you wouldn't have, like, potentially... You wouldn't have like 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 so many ground battles, right? It'd be like a lot of like managing like air forces and like maybe like little sort of like contra units and stuff like that. You know, like with all like the diplomacy and the scheming and shit that you can do. Yeah. Like I think that'd be kind of cool too, actually. Well, I, I think like the espionage stuff will hopefully eventually be added. Like I love the idea of stealing their codes and you can see yeah. all their battle plans uh, for yeah. a while, you know, and then they, they realize their codes have been broken. And then you can feed misinformation as well. Like the the, the potential there is huge. Yeah. My only concern is is the AI smart enough to deal with it? Because yeah. it's very, very hard. Um, well, there's like I played a game with Munt on the topic of Hearts of Iron 4. He was Germany. Right. And he fucking within like uh, it, it, like by the end of 1939, he conquered France and England um, just by paradropping onto their yeah, capitals. Yeah. yeah, you used basically. to be able to do the, the fast capture. I think they nerfed it a bit. Oh, okay. Because one of the things you used to be able to do was get open borders with them, like military access. And yeah. then you'd put units on all of their uh, like victory point locations and then declare war on them. And you went, they instant capitulate. It was so that's stupid. Crazy. It yeah. was so, so that's stupid. Like, like coming back to like, is the AI smart enough? I feel like the, it, while things like that exist in the game, like maybe it's yeah. not quite there. I don't know. So what's your plan for the rest of this week, P Flex? What are you what are you gonna do to chill out? What day is it? Thursday? Relax? Yeah. So I I I'm gonna stream and play games today. I'm gonna stream and play games tomorrow. And then on Saturday, I'm gonna do something that my kids have wanted me to do for ages, which is they've wanted to be met at the airport by someone with a little sign that has their name on. 
So <laughs> I'm going to make a little sign and wait there for them to come out and I'll be waiting for them and then I'll have the car and I'll drive them home. So I thought that would Wear be Wear a better. suit and a hat nice. and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> really RP the shit funny. out of it. That would yeah. be funny, yeah, yeah. That'd be like, great. They often have it, like, on iPads these days, actually. Yeah. Like, um, well, I'm going to go old school, Lewis, because go my kids school. won't care. Yeah. And sadly, our iPads yeah, like stopped working. like a mini whiteboard. They yeah. use those two yeah, they do. mini yeah, whiteboards. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They do something. Oh, they do their phone. They'll just hold up their phone. With the name on, I've seen that as well. The weird thing is, but it'll, it'll someone will be there with a sign sometimes saying Pyrium Flax, and people look at it and think, God, that's the weirdest name I've ever seen. I want to see what this guy looks like. And then just the most average looking, bald, middle aged yeah. man walks out. <laughs> I'm Pyrium Flax. They're like, Jesus, what a fucking loon. Where does that name come from? Yeah. But then you and then and then you play them some clips from your announcer pack in Dota, and they're like, Oh shit, now I know. Now wow. I see. I can tell. This guy's got it sewn up. This guy knows what he's doing. Jeez. So at the uh, at the summit, I just wanted to talk about this a little bit because I thought it was something yeah, that yeah, happened this week. It. So we had we had these like we had a little creator summit where Terps talked about sort of state of the Yogs cast, and then he talked about um, the fourth floor guys who were kind of the guys in house who do our, our sort of brand deals and stuff. He talked and then about we, the state we, of the thing, and I wasn't there, and you were like, he's out. Slide one, Pyrian is out. Sip, slide two, Sips is out. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Then we had YouTube come down and do a do a chat about like their kind of internal things. And um, yeah, apparently guy... that was all like NDA. So watch what you're saying. I, yeah, I got an email about it. I didn't realize that, but it's it's an interesting sort of thing because obviously it was kind of it was only NDA because it was kind of a light-hearted back and forth talk, and and obviously. Um, our contact YouTube wanted to sort of address some of our questions, but d- didn't necessarily want to be on the record as, you know, you know, li- like um, answering all sort of, of or or was was it was it was it true answers or was it like lawyer answers? Well, it's it's no, it's difficult because YouTube's so big and massive and complex that you know different teams are doing different things, and I think a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions that go around, and so right here's, you know, here's a conception of mine. Go on. They hate gamers. Yeah, and I stopped making videos on there because. It was doing nothing, and they were never getting recommended to anybody. And I just thought, "Fuck it." That was well. That was the thing they did. YouTube they pulled out kind of games. They didn't. YouTube didn't like games. They pulled out the gaming section and made their own YouTube gaming. Um, But it sort of failed, and now they've shut it down and they're putting it back in. Yeah, you've lost um, to YouTube. You just lost yourself a customer, Mo. Yeah, but there's this. Anyway, uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the, the the one where the guy from Mental Health Foundation came down, and he sort of he talked about. So he the other dangers, right? But other than loneliness, are hunger, anger, and tiredness, right? right. So obviously, you're addressing your hunger by getting loads of supplies yeah, yeah. in, right? Yeah, you're addressing your anger by taking it out on problematicus or like you know yeah. the friends you're Somebody. playing with, yeah, yeah. And you're addressing your tiredness by having a nap yeah, in the evening. Yeah. That sounded like a very balanced, like you got kind it of, all balanced out. Yeah, I take care of myself. And so the other things that like apparently you're supposed to do, there's sort of ten ways. Okay, one is uh, so obviously here's the ten ways to like help yourself. Eat well, obviously eat healthily. Like well, at least feel that you're eating healthily. Or at least like try and get your five a day or something like that. Right, right. five backlog a day done. <laughs> so the next one is drink sensibly. Now I don't know whether that means drink sensibly. You know. <laughs> As yeah. in, like, have a cider. <laughs> have, one of, have one of those baseball hats that holds beer on the <laughs> yeah. side with the straws. And I have one around my waist that holds wee, so I never need to leave the chair. I just sort mm. of... Exactly. Um, I, like I have a, a hydration bot. Have you seen 
this thing in Twitch chat? No. It, so it's it's like a bot that, that people have running in their channels. I didn't add it. It just goes there. And it says... What, to remind you to drink yeah, water? It says, you've been streaming for two hours. Don't forget to stay hydrated. And I'm like, shit, you're right. And I go get some water. So hydration bot is actually pretty good. Yeah, the problem uh, is, is when you start, when you, when you're like really hydrated and stuff. Yeah. You need, so you need to take a break to go get water. But then you need to take a break to go pee like every five right. minutes too. But, but so here's like something I've been trying to do. Because I spoke to a, a friend of mine at Twitch and he said that you should run adverts. You should always run adverts on your channel. And that's something that I haven't done. He said that a lot of people with very moderate views uh, make a lot more money than you'd think because they run adverts consistently. Like every hour or something, they just run some ads. And I'm thinking, geez, that's like, I could do it between Dota games, but I just always forget. So then people were saying I should let my mods be able to run ads. And when I'm... AFK, which is inevitably going to happen between games, because I'll go get a beer or I'll go for a pee or something, that they could run ads. But I have no idea how to how to actually do that. I'd need to make them an editor of the channel or something. I don't know if that was, is a security problem or whatever, but... Well, this is the next thing here. On number three on the list is ask for help. Right? <laughs> number so, three for mental well-being, run ads. Make, <laughs> make sure you run ads as much as you can. <laughs> 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 I'd love it if they dressed up the mental health thing as just a way to get people to run more ads. Uh, yeah. yeah. Adverts have been shown by our scientists. Cut to a picture of a guy in a coat looking a little awkward. <laughs> guy in one of those lab coats. Uh, a bear with a, <laughs> with, with a lab coat on. <laughs> the, and a pair the of glasses. Adverts make you healthy mentally. So run ads, people. Run them every five seconds if you can. Number four, ads. take a break. Right? Oh, well, yeah. you're just talking about doing that. Yeah. You know, just it's a good idea to like actually stretch your legs uh, for like five minutes every hour anyway. So that's actually, we actually do on our Twitch channel run five minutes of ads yeah, every yeah, hour, do, partly yeah. because we want every people hour, to not sit geez. down for like two hours without hey, stretching their legs. Hey, on TV you get, you get ads every fucking ten minutes. That, this yeah, is, but uh, this isn't TV, man. This is, this is safe haven away from the man and TV. That's why. <laughs> Sips is deliberately not going to do any of these yeah. recommendations because it's what the man wants. That's right. right? I don't do. I, I, I'm my own man. I don't do what people say. I, I'm a loose cannon. I'll hand in my badge at, on my way out. Get out uh, number five. It's quite similar to to ask for help. Is keep in touch, uh, which I quite, quite quite like. You know, I could be reminded to like keep in touch with people. Like, like I gave my nan a ring at the weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, she's she's going oh, a bit. I should probably call my mum. You know, it's, I haven't spoken to her for a while, and you should ring up your your relatives. I, and say, I normally That's a good call one. my my mum when I'm walking the kids to or from school. Normally, when I've dropped them off and I'm walking back, I'll give her a call. Or it makes if them the kids happy, are just it makes you happy. Nothing, yeah, I'll do it. Like she she did it. She fucking she got WhatsApp. My mum's on WhatsApp. Yeah, uh, mine mine too. Fuck, I get messages like it doesn't have to be your mum. If you hate your mum, ring up someone else. A while. <laughs> it's just hard work. It's just hard work talking to your mum when you know at this age she's getting on a bit. She's you know things are just a bit bit messed up for her occasionally. You don't have to talk for long. You could just yeah. like say oh no, just drop in. You know it will make her day probably. Yeah, but she's just going to talk about Christmas because we told her that she can't bring her dog up for Christmas because her dog's a fucking asshole. And <laughs> yeah, okay, we've had this. Yeah. yeah is, so that the, is that the dog's name as well? Fucking hey, asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Hey asshole. Good boy. Bad boy. Come here. Bad boy. Yeah. No, he's a he's a fucking Good asshole, this asshole. Dog. He really I, I, he I mean is, I yeah. love dogs. I'm a I'm an absolute animal lover, but this motherfucker can burn in hell. I hate this dog. So next on the list, yeah, is care for others, which is and it's got a little picture of a dog <laughs> no and way. a little picture of a baby, <laughs> and it's it's like it's like it's like totally a thing that you should that feels good, right? It's yeah. like nice to 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 do something for someone 
that is nice and so you know, buying someone a present fat, or whatever. Depressed <laughs> Twitch streamer. Dehydrated you should, Twitch you streamer. Should, you, should, um, you should care for an animal. And run ads about animals. And run ads as well every run once ads. in a while. So it was my birthday this week and I got loads of presents and it was a really nice feeling. Like a lot of people dropped me nice messages, gave me nice things and I, I had, it was really, actually I wasn't expecting it I like, mean, to, to I, have. Don't get what? too carried away, Lewis. What? You're the boss. Of course, people are going to send you a lot of stuff and 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 try to brown nose you, right? Everybody's trying to climb the ladder. They're trying well, that's to get not to the true. Top. The only sort of presents I actually got were off Duncan, uh, Terps, yeah, and that's <laughs> it. But everyone else sent me a nice card. I didn't and give right. you a card. Right. I apologize. I even came down to see you. Me a pack of biscuits. <laughs> I sent you a WhatsApp. I, I think I, I, know, I yeah. said happy birthday to you in person and ate one of your cupcakes. What more do you want? But that was great. It was it was lovely and I had a great time. And so care for us, buy things for someone else. Like just just be sensitive. It's it's a nice thing to do. All right, you know, I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm sorry. It's positive and what you that's fine. The other one is keep active. Okay, that's obviously a, a big thing for like keeping your good good mental health. Like yeah. just to, to to stretch your legs, to have a walk, to go out somewhere. So I'm just doing some even reps. if it's like just keep ten talking. minutes. Just doing some reps. Yeah, just I mean I'm I'm stood up now. Right, I do this podcast like standing up, and it's like an excuse to. It's good, right? Makes me feel like I'm actually doing exercise when I'm actually just standing up. Well, you're just standing um, up, yeah. Talk about your feelings. I'm doing that right now. Yeah, we do that. This, we is, do this that. is literally oh, God, what yeah. we do on this podcast. This is a very therapeutic podcast. It actually Find is. someone it who you can just yammer away at all day. And, you know, they're not going to complain super bad when you just yammer away your feelings and thoughts and complaints and worries and anxieties. Just yeah. shift them off onto them instead. No, actually, it does help because sometimes, like... You know, you you're making a bigger deal out of something in your head than than it actually is, and when you try and explain it to someone, they're like, "This is not a big deal," and you're like, "Oh yeah, it probably isn't a big deal." Um, so that's helpful. And then the last thing is to do something you're good at. Right. right. <laughs> so <Now>. Stop streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I play Dota then? What the fuck? <laughs> well, this is exactly my thought when I saw this. I was like, everything in my life, I'm not good yeah. at. Like, hey, you're the very thing good at Civ, Lewis. Oh well, that's that. Well, <laughs> well no, I've lost the last few games. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> 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 oh my Shut God. up. So, no, uh, it's actually got the, the way that he presented it was he had a little paintbrush there. And I was like, God, that's that makes me feel really awful. Because, you know, I've been trying to, like, paint these little Warhammer models and I'm terrible. I've been trying to, like, do art at home and I really hate my my stuff I make. I'm, like, I'm totally beating myself up about all of that stuff. So I'm going to have to find something I'm actually good at and do that. Can I just but say, I feel like, it's very hard to find something you're just just good at. Yeah. Like, the idea that people are just good at things is a myth. I mean, if you look at Dota, for example, I've put 7,000 hours in, right? I'm better now than I was when I started, but I'm never going to be a pro player. The guys that started when they were 12 and 13 years old and have 12 to 14,000 hours in the game, they're good for a reason. They're not just good at it. They've dedicated their lives to it. So to, for art, if you want to get better at drawing or painting, it's not just something you're just naturally good at. Trust me. It is, actually. It is not. Every single artist I know draws constantly, constantly, oh, yeah, constantly. No, that, that, that makes you better, but some people inherently are better at art without spending even a second doing art. Some people uh, are just are just better at uh, conceptualizing and drawing than others. But like that's, we, I'm talking you about You see that art. in children, right? Right. But the thing is, the kids, like, here's the thing, if you really like doing something and it gives you a lot of satisfaction, you're going to do it more, right? Now, yes, there are uh, some people that are geniuses and the way that they paint or the way that they draw, 
is something that other people just could not do with all the practice in the world. But those people also spend fucking hours sketching, drawing, painting. Yeah, of painting. course they do. Yeah, that's all like, they it, do. It's like anything. You, like anyone who's good at anything, it's it's yeah. it's time put in. Like for sure, it you, you just the more you do it, the the more you practice and stuff. A hundred percent. The better you are. But something like art as well is is so, um, you know, like what what it. Art, art is the, the the type of thing where somebody will be like, "That's fucking amazing," and then the person next to them will be like, "Ah, that sucks. That's not that great." Sort of thing, you know? Like, true. It's, like it, if they'd drawn an anime person, some people yeah. would say that's awesome, and I would say, yeah. "No, it fucking sucks." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's that about it too, right? There's not like one standard for art. It's all yeah. like art. Art's different. It's all over the place. It's but true. like playing a video game, there's one standard, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. You can you're be good. Top, top of the pile. Or you ain't. You're right. Yeah. Find so. one that makes you feel like you're good at it, though, because sometimes it's quite depressed to play a game which makes you feel like you're shit, like a little bit like Dota. So yeah, mix it up. Have 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 a lot of vibrant, you know. And you know what? Those apples and bananas aren't going to stock themselves on uh, themselves on the shelves. Yeah. Get uh, out there some, and some, some spuds. Go get out there and fucking you know if you're not if 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 you feel like maybe the reason uh, like some of these people uh, have uh, some problems with their mental health is because they're they're. Doing something that they're not good at. Maybe they need to go keep find it a simple, to clean sort some spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, okay. I've so so. I think we should end the podcast. But before we do, <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to mention that um, I wanted to say like well, point taken. So, okay, well, <laughs> so no, I was now. having this. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get it, uh, my head around it. Basically, I was I I was thinking like you know I. That little list, that little... So I read a book called The Checklist Manifesto a while back, which was basically just talking about how you should try and, like, keep lists of things and tick off as you make progress and, like, you know... Yeah. No, no, like... Give yourself achievements. It's it's good, right, to kind of keep these these lists and and see stuff that you've done on the day. Because a lot of times you just... You do loads of stuff and you sort of forget that you've done loads of stuff. And so you kind of have to champion your own successes. And anyway, I was thinking... I was trying to find a nice, a good app for it. Um, to like, of course, like, well, to try and organize myself, but also kind of give myself like, and there's a load of things. So if you know, like, I, but also I wanted to sort of maybe even like make that that mental health sort of checklist into an app, right? So it's like you can like say today I did a, I did I ate healthily, like like almost like a, a checklist. It's like these are the things I've done today like the that, thing that were counts positive. Your steps, right? What the hell is that thing? I did 11,000 yeah. steps today and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's almost stuff where it's just like a quick thing where you can like check the boxes. So if, if you are like an app developer or something and you want to like help me try and make a mental health app, I think that would be fun, a fun project. If you want to make do. a jugging app with me and Sips, yeah. get in touch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just the, the shout out to if anyone is out there is is uh, that way inclined. So thanks to you for listening to Travel Podcast. We'll see you all next week. Bye. All right. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.